a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Dave's X Media. I'm Christina Kahn. And I'm Leela Hilton. And this is Burn Before Reading. It's your podcast about literature. We're here to examine the terrible writing we did when we were younger. And talk about some other cringy literary topics. Michael Boothby, author of Guess the Price. Oh, yes. Hello. What's up? (laughs) What's up, guys? Hello, Mike. We are so glad to have you on the show. Happy happy to be here to to talk about this this ancient poem of mine. (laughs) For those who haven't heard Michael Boothby in our other shows on Deus Ex Media, he is a dear friend of ours, a movie night regular... We've done a lot together. We've partied and we've watched a lot of movies. It's pretty much just podcast movies and uh, pa- parties. Yeah. Par- you, podcast do you, movies, party. <laughs> do, you, do you need anything else? You don't. You really don't. No. I don't think Because so. if it was just parties, it's like we wouldn't really know each other. Right. But movie night, you get a lot of QT over movie night. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah. true. So, Mikey, tell the listeners um, a little bit about... What you're working on now um or any writing that you're working on now yeah so that's actually a really exciting question for me right now because like today i was i was just like kind of like resting i was napping and i had this idea just so I, i've had the michael boothby creative website since 2016 and i like haven't had a website and because just my whole life i've been like who the heck am i <laughs> like i do so many different things i'm like how do i Bring it all together. Well, so relatable. I, right. So I decided today, I'm like, okay, Michael Boothby Creative will be like the home for like my writing, but also like my divination and like creative consulting. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So, but I, I decided that I'm just going to start writing about creativity, but creativity as like a means to um, like to be free, like finding freedom through creativity. I yeah, think that's like, a like catharsis through creativity. Yes. Yeah, so that's like, that's, I'm going to start writing about that on my blog. So I'm like, that's what I like, where my head's at right now, which is really exciting. Yeah. (laughs) I I just, I think, I think what we're going to read today is like, actually like an example of that. (laughs) Like I've been using writing my whole life as just like a way to kind of like process, especially like hard, hard things. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, like, there's a lot of like, I I have journals and journals of just like self-pitying prose, but I often would turn it into music or a poem, and that's what that's what guess the price is. It's it's, it's a poem. <laughs> okay, hell yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, uh, Mikey, what is the cringiest thing that has happened to you this week or recently? It ha- doesn't have to be this week. <laughs> the cringiest thing is uh, I got um, an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shoot. <laughs> No, no, you go. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say getting fired. I was, that's what I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, for you too. <laughs> yeah, um, but legally, I can't. I can't speak too much about that. Okay. But you know, that's let's our... just say 
all I'll say is I'm I'm very relieved and I'm excited. <laughs> Guess the price that they paid me to leave. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> Spoilers. More than you deserve. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Lila, what about you? What's the cringiest thing that's happened to you this week? Um, ooh, I would have to say I uh, was making pasta and I put so much water in there and it boiled and I walked it over to the sink and instead oh, of this happen to you. pouring it a bit at a time oh. away from myself, I poured it all at once mm. towards myself. She took a hot shower. Um, yeah, I boiled my stomach. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's just so cringy. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Just in time for Christmas. Oh, we totally forgot to say happy Christmas. Remember three minutes ago before we started recording, <laughs> we were like, don't forget to say Merry Christmas. Merry, uh-huh. Merry Christmas, everyone. Warm greetings. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Thanks. Yeah, that sucks. That's that's no fun. Yeah, no, it's it's not. But yeah, you know, it's doing better. So it's good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Well, best wishes. <laughs> okay, Tina, top those two things. <laughs> this is not worse than either one of those, but I think you'll understand that it is cringy. It's not something that happened to me, but like a couple of my friends are just like mad at me this week for like different stuff where like nobody's really wrong. Yeah. So it doesn't feel good and it doesn't happen to me often. And I'm kind of like, Oh, why is this all happening at once? It's like unrelated things too, you know? So, um, anyway, if you're my friend, don't be mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) No friend fights are like so intense. I feel like every friend's friend fight I've had that's like really resulted in bad things has been like so much worse than like a romantic breakup oh god yeah well and like i mean not to be this way but like i did say that people are mad at me like i'm not mad at anyone and i don't feel like i engaged in any fights (laughs) um and i think that like the things that are happening right now i like i don't understand them i'm like why are you saying this like why are you acting this way like i really don't get it yeah but then they people i've had this interesting thing with like a couple different women in my life where like they want to really argue emotionally and yeah. like I don't mm. I don't do that and they they accuse me of being like mean and callous what? for 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 not like escalating emotionally is it you know what I mean crazy. yeah when what what I'm really trying to do is like stay calm I think mm. it's just tough sometimes because women are also different and but a lot of women are very very they thrive like being emotional is like their main form of self-expression. And so because of that, they get super emotional and then they feel a little like almost like embarrassed or like youth or like, uh, like worse than less than if you don't yeah. act emotional, which is like also not, it's not really your emotional burden to rise to their totally yeah know. i really get that perspective but at the same time like the the couple different things that are going on right now it's like like you are being emotional and like not only am i not getting emotional back but i like kind of don't get what you're saying to me <laughs> yeah anyway we don't have to harp on it but i just feel cringy <laughs> in general this week i'm I, like oh no am uh, i the cringe oh <laughs> uh, i uh, i get hey, that that's you're, you're that's, not that's how the the cringe stole Christmas. Am I right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you guys have a good Christmas? Mine was, you know, it was jolly um, and something 
pretty uh pretty saucy happened so but uh, um, uh you guys already know from the last episode mm. so <laughs> how about you <laughs> <What>? tina <laughs> Wait, what saucy thing happened? I don't know. Wait, what are I you- don't know yet. I think something must... Now I'm rise, making myself rise to the occasion. You're making a prophecy, Lila. Yes. Maybe. Okay. Do you think the listeners know we fucking record this ahead of time? <laughs> Absolutely not. Guys, I had a really chill Christmas. <laughs> okay, great. So chill. Um. Yeah, Sean and I go see family for Christmas, and it's always like, this is fine. Yeah. yeah like this is yeah fine. i know i know that feeling they're very nice people but at the same time it's like eh, it's what are we doing here you know? yeah yeah uh, <laughs> yeah we all have our own uh, homes what's uh mm. what yeah let doing? me go home <laughs> <laughs> all right so mikey what do you what did you bring us t- today to your guest i bring you bring you Brought you? Yeah, I love it. Don't. I bring it. I bring you a poem from 2014 when I worked on a cruise ship called Guess the Price. Okay, was the cruise ship called Guess the Price or is the poem no. called Guess the Price? The poem okay. is called Guess the Price. The, the cruise ship was Explorer of the Seas by Royal Caribbean. Oh, I do really like Brang. I, it reminds me earlier this week I saw online someone said the gasp that I gasp when I read this. And oh I my gosh. So That's so I love funny. that so much. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Are you ready to read it for us? Yeah. I got yeah. it right here for you. And Mike, just do us a solid. And if you encounter any typos or like words that you now know you used incorrectly, just commit to the original content. Okay. Yeah, and- no worries. And then um, you, for contact stuff, we'll talk about that after. So. This is a poem from 2014. Cruise ship. Guess the price. Mm -hmm. Come one, come all, and guess the price of my heart. A price more intangible than one appraised to a piece of art. It cannot be measured by words like high or low. So here's a few hints for any who'd cared to know. You can steal it, break it, commit any crime, but this heart is insured. It'll heal with time. The price cannot be calculated by its shape or its size. Like a star, it burns hot until it inevitably dies. So grab a pencil and a paper and give me your best guess. It's my turn to play the art associate, Jess. (laughs) I could stand here in heels and give you hints every day until you board that airplane and fly so far away. But I would look rather ridiculous wearing heels, and I've learned from you how painful it feels. So I'll give you one more hint here in written verse. The price of my heart cannot be found in your purse. In fact, the price cannot be measured in dollars or ren. Even if you figure it out, what then? I have no raffle tickets to an auction or free art to give to you. I had a smile, a few laughs, and maybe an almond or two. But now it seems I have nothing more to give. Our adventures will continue. We'll keep learning and live. But still, we'll never forget our days working on that ship. A whirlwind of a ride, a transformative trip. By now, you've probably annoyed that I wrote this to leave on your door. This is it, though. (laughs) I have no more surprises in store. (laughs) No more chocolate, shitty drawings, or lingerie. Not even a knock at the door to say, hey. I'm sorry I made you out to be something you're not. It was never my intention. I just liked you a lot. Like you crave cigarettes, I crave that next rush. To see you, hold you, smell you, make you smile and blush. I saw too late that my actions were too much. I stopped thinking about myself. I lost touch. Through it all, though, I now understand, Jess. 
No man anytime soon will cage such a wild lioness. Lioness. <laughs> oh okay. God. Woo. I did. Okay. I, I printed that out. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait. We're going to fucking get to it. I do want to hear the whole story. Yeah. Leela, what's your like first gut reaction to that? Oh, man. I think the first, th- when I first read this, I just skimmed over. I, d- I, made sh- I make sure not to like read too in depth, but, <laughs> yeah. and, and when I saw you rhyme, the first rhyme <laughs> with Jess, I choked on what I was drinking. <laughs> I just was Jess. not expecting it. It's like, did you do it, Jess? It's like it comes off very, yeah, um, yeah. it comes off ex- to me very, um, it comes off very like self victimizing <laughs> yeah. um i'm sorry i couldn't think of another way to say it no no i get what you're saying i get what you're saying like it almost reminds me of when you're like because nobody can afford a down payment on a home barbara you know what i mean um oh no God. okay we don't know what i mean <laughs> no it's fine it's fine i changed my answer the cringiest uh, thing that happened to me all week was how hard that joke flopped oh. um, it wasn't even a joke it just nobody okay. reacted they just stared at me that was crazy it's, a, it's all right <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to take in mike what is your history with writing like when did you start <laughs> what was what has your journey been oh my god guys because you you work prof- uh you write professionally right I now do. you last couple jobs that's what you yeah do. yeah i do i i'm a professional writer um i've been writing my whole life like seriously like since i was a kid like i think in in like sixth grade, I wrote like a six page report on like the Normandy invasion. And like, like I was like, that's why like I studied history in college and I was like this huge history nerd. Boys in love the invasion high school. of Normandy. <laughs> yeah. Why do you love so much? It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I remember making like a little Fabergé egg that was like a reenactment. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Okay. That. Yeah. That's very cool. And to answer your question, Leila, I think it's because it's the first like wartime invasion that there are photographs of i think that's mm, why okay people are like they can look at it and be like wow how manly look that at is. the boys and we will look all their- go down together uh, <laughs> a billy joel song also it's relevant cruise ship i don't know yeah yeah, yeah billy joel like that type of style of music mike and you are an author yeah. Right. Yeah. I am. So like, I, I've just pretty much been writing my whole life. And like, so like this, like, guess the price is in an Evernote folder. There's 37 other poems in here that okay, like, I need you to share that whole folder with me. Cause I only have two. <laughs> oh yeah. I have. So I have like, yeah, 37 notes. There's poems. I have a whole thing of scenes, comedy. I have, jo- I have jokes. I have like sketches. And then I have like over 130 songs that I've written. So Jesus Christ. Okay, wait. We do definitely want to hear some of your old songs because Leela oh, is very yeah, good some at of, that. Some of them are very, like, same like this, too. They're very self-pitying. They're very, like, 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 it sounds like that, like, uh, I don't, what's that music? Like, like, not, like, Disturbed, but you know, like, that kind of, like, that music that was really popular when we were in middle school that yeah, was, like, emo. Like three days grace, yeah, like that. It's like that kind oh, of shit. Oh yeah, that's what I was like really grace. into back then. Like that's what. So <laughs> that would be really funny. Actually, who is it that Holy does shit. cut my life into pieces? Papa Roach. Oh, yeah. Papa Roach. <laughs> Papa Roach. Okay, Last listen resort. to me, Papa Roach. 
Papa Roach is really good live, guys. <laughs> I bet it they really? are, honestly. That's awesome. Yes, I saw, the, I saw them at the DC 101 Chili Cook-Off. It must have been 2011. But in 2011, they were good. And I was like, oh, okay, this is actually a good band. I never realized on the radio. But live, I was like, all right, yeah. Yeah. That's always eating see, chili. It's always, it's always <laughs> eating chili. <laughs> it's always great to see that, though. When a band, you're like, eh, I don't know. And then you see them, you're like, damn. Yeah. They, they kick ass. I'm a fan. I'm I'm a legitimately a fan now. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, I've been writing music my whole life. And this is actually, I mean, also a good time to mention. I went into the studio last month and recorded my first EP. And it's four songs, all written by me, all lyrics, composed. Yeah, when does that drop? Spring. And, I, and okay. it's gonna And it's going to drop. I'm also releasing my second book. And it's going to have the same name. So the EP is We're All Doctors Now. And then the book is going to be called We're All Doctors Now. 33 ways to heal your life through art and it's going to be my essay and 33 essays or 32 other essays from my friends and about their healing journeys um, but how they healed outside of the medical system through their creativity and healing arts and just like alternative shit so that's that's so cool that's yeah that's what i'm working on on right now which i'm i'm excited terrified but also excited Oh, God, yeah. I relate to that. So you really are a lifelong writer more yes. than most people who come on this podcast are, except for, like, me and maybe some of the authors that we will have someday. Yeah. Um, like, so that's cool. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm extra excited to rip you apart for this. But. Please. <laughs> it'd, be my, it'd be my honor. <laughs> so give us the scoop, Mikey. What okay. was going on on the cruise? Who right. the fuck Jess? is this bitch? Okay, Jess. yeah, yeah. So, so guess the price. That's why... So Jess was an art associate from South Africa, and she was so hot and so cool. And wait, what's an art associate? Right, yeah. So on board the the cruise ship, they have like an art auction, which is just like a thing they like they sell all this art, but it's an actual art like auction. So there's like an auctioneer. So she was like one of the people who's like moving all the art, and like you know she's like helping out. But they make like when people buy the art, they make like really sweet commissions. And they were all actually, I think they all were from South Africa. So that's why even like in the poem, I say like dollars or Ren, right? Ren is the, the national currency I was going to Google South, Ren. I'm like, did South he Africa. say yen? No, no. It's the, it's the, the currency in, <laughs> okay, South, cool. in South Africa. Okay. Um, I like that line better now. Right. No, no. This thing, I, it was all really thoughtful. But, but yeah, so she was really cool. She joined the ship and I was like, you know, we would like hang out at the back deck. I was like kind of flirty but you know like i was just like you'd see you i don't know working on a cruise ship right like everyone you live with you also work with so like especially like when someone new joined the ship especially especially a woman like it would not be long before like someone was like they're like we are dating and it's like they're off limits forever which is like a really crazy thing but that's like how it was yeah and then so it's like that makes sense though and so here's what happened so one night, it's like, right, we're, like, drunk back there, but, like, we ended up hooking up, and it was, like, incredible. It was so amazing. It was so cool. But then what happened after was, like, I just became 23-year-old Michael, didn't know what to do, and became really clingy and annoying. And so, like, obviously, she was, like, I am, like, not really in, like, th- this was, like, a really casual thing, and this is, like, way too much for me. And then she ended up hooking up with the stage staff guy, Dylan, and Dylan kind of sucked. Like, Dylan was kind of, like... Dude, this guy, they called him, we called him Pock Chalk because he would keep chocolate in his pocket and go like, hey, Jez, you want some chocolate? <laughs> what the 
but, but dude, he would do this on every girl on the on the ship, and it worked. And me and my friend Mitch would like, eat his warm what pocket the fuck? chocolate. They would. And they'd be like, hey, "Don't keep chocolate you. in your pocket. <laughs> Don't keep chocolate chop. in your pocket." I don't know. So, anyways, but then she like she like hooked up with him, and I was just like, now I'm like, now I'm jealous and hurt, and I wrote this poem. <laughs> like that's what it was. This was like a, okay. a, a, a hurt Michael Boothby that was also like okay. really dramatic. So, so this was a girl who at every single turn was being extremely casual with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, but then, Tina, she was I doing it. it with a South Australian accent. No, it Dude, was South African. The, South, South, South African. African. <laughs> the accent was like really, really crazy. Okay, you know what's so funny is the name Jessica is like really funny with the South African accent because we had a, a patient who ha- was South African and her mom would always call and she'd be like, is there an appointment for Jessica? <laughs> Jessica, get in here. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So, then you'd, I'd be like, did you want to, you know how you will be like, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She goes, yes, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. yes. It won't show me. It won't show me how to pronounce Jessica. Jessica. An <laughs> African, South African. It's like South African English. Her name. Her name. Her name was. Her name is Jessica. If she's listening, I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry for making your <laughs> cruise ship experience super cringe. I'm really cool. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. That's what this podcast is about, being deeply embarrassed about your previous behavior. So let's dive in, so to speak, (laughs) on this little cruise adventure. Um, Well, Mike, I actually, uh, sorry, a little bit further context. Can you tell me more about your time on the cruise ship? Like, how long did you work there? What were you doing? Like, what was the experience like? Sure, sure. So um, I was on the cruise ship. It was Explorer of the Seas. I was a guest activities host for Royal Caribbean. And I started in August of 2014. Good, I, yeah. I, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but that sounds like a really good job for you. It so, actually so does. Like, you're, you're so right. friendly. Oh, yeah. It, here's the thing. When when it was good, I really did enjoy Because it was like you were performing every day. I was given a microphone and like it was so fun. If I got to vacation and there was Michael Boothby in a Hawaiian oh. shirt being like, hey, yeah, man, you're right? on vacation. I got some activities for you. I'd be like, all right, dude. Yeah, exactly. No, no, exactly. <laughs> no, my, 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 my sisters, my family actually came on the cruise and like they loved it. <laughs> like they had a really great That's time. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's so yeah. funny. Oh my gosh. You know, um, but yeah, so I hosted guest activities and... That's like everything from like bingo to like pub quizzes, shuffleboard, napkin artistry. What? Can you imagine me oh. doing a napkin? I, I did that, dude. I remember doing a napkin wow. artistry class with a g- bunch of old ladies, and this one lady stayed after. She was like, "Let me, <laughs> let me show you this one." And she was like, first you do this, then this, then this," and it was literally a dick. And then she just laughed. <laughs> she just laughed, and I was like, "That's crazy." Yeah, that's you. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's then she funny. she just laughed and walked away. That was it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the funniest moments of my life. Holy shit! Um, yeah, no. So that's like so. Here's the thing. It it was really good. Like the first four months of it were really great. I was having a blast. And here's the thing. I I I. I I decided to do this because I graduated from the University of Florida with a degree in history. And, like, I wrote this whole, like, 55-page honors thesis about this ambassador to France and, like, the post-war, like, you know, this really, like, heady shit that, like, was just, like, so much. I was like, I'm done with writing. What do I want to do with my life? I had no idea. But we went on a cruise. Yeah. My mom and dad took us on a cruise for spring break. They're like, hey, it's your, it's your last spring break ever. Like... 
should we do one more, one more cruise? And we were like, fuck it, why not? And I remember going on that cruise and being like, dude, I, I could do this. I should apply to do yeah. this. And I came home and I posted a Facebook status saying like, I kind of want to like go on cruise ships and do activities. And one of my friends who I used to party with was like, yo, message Kelly. She works <laughs> for corporate in the corporate office of Royal Caribbean now. And oh, so I did. Shit. And I was like, because she knew I was like an abandoned shit. And she was like, oh, yeah, send me a resume. The casting director's down the hall. And like within a week, I was like, they were like, yeah, sure. Like pass the drug test. They're, yeah, you're in. Well, so good it was job like passing it, that drug yeah. test. Yeah. That was a hard. That was hard for me That's in college. Hard. I, was, <laughs> I was smoking hella weed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. That sounds really fun. I've definitely. T- well, okay. When I was a lifeguard, I was like, where can I go in the world to make the most money? <laughs> the answer is new. Oh, well, in the country, the answer is Newport Beach, California. Hmm. They make six figures there, lifeguard. Really? Yes. Which in California gets you like <laughs> I was say, a studio apartment. It's the cost of living <laughs> situation. Totally. Yeah. I, but I think it also. I think that lifeguards at like high, I, I would be terrified to be like a lifeguard on a cruise ship or at like a high tourist level beach. It's like all these idiots yeah. just flopping and the ocean's terrifying. If somebody goes down, like the, the searching to look for them is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Jesus. Well, like even wow. on a ship, I mean, what did you do? Like, was it sort of your responsibility to corral the people? Oh yeah, dude. So, so that's like that's like there were some not fun parts of my, especially my job. Like right when it was fun, you were like doing like seventies dance night and like I'm like I'm a stripper, kinda, oh, that you know? Good. Yeah, and right. Then- it was fun, but then like yeah, like the days like that you were going in port. Like I, dude, guys, I had some times where I stayed up all night drinking and partying. And, like, by 6 a.m., I had to be at the gangway being like, welcome to this island. Oh, yeah. For, like, two hours, guys. Like, wasted. <laughs> you know? We've, but all, that we've was, all been there. I was 23, you know? I've been I, very <laughs> drunk running a Claire's single-handed. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's cool. Okay, yeah. so, it, to me, it almost sounds like a little college dormy, the way yeah. that everyone's just, like, locked up together. It's, it's like a reality show. It literally feels like living. It's like, if, if you want to fuck, you gotta fuck one of these people. Those are your options. Right, and it's like, the thing is, it's like, there's always consequences to the fuck. Right, yeah. it's like it's like it's like it's like Baldur's Gate. It's like you can't you can't like quick load. It's like this is now your life. Well, it it <laughs> is like a reality show because like I've been rewatching Jersey Shore and having a Ooh, great girl. time. By the way, yeah, it's and really fun. Yeah. It really is like terrifying how in close quarters like that, like if you if one of them fucks the other one, there are like immediate and major consequences to the oh social God, dynamic. No. Of Not yeah. even Jersey. In Jersey Shore, at least, they kind of had, like, a couple different bedrooms. A show like Love Island, oh, they all—they are all in the same fucking room. That is, that's always been crazy to me. Man, this, this really makes me want to start writing, like, a fictional, like, like mockumentary of, of like, a fiction, like, a dramatization, a dramatization of, like, of my time working on the cruise ship. Because there were so many oh, characters yeah. from that's, all over the world, dude. It was crazy. There was, like... Like, the back deck of the cruise ship was insane, dude. It was, like, white people. It was, like, oh, the Indians, Filipinos. But, like, everyone, like, had their, like, distinct cultures. And, like, it was just really interesting. It, like, reminded me of, like, being in Star Wars. Where you're, like, in this place, like, with all these aliens. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the cantina, dude? That's what the back deck was like. It was, like, the... Right? 
but replace that with like a Filipino DJ who's not mixed and it's way too loud and he's the only one into it. (laughs) Like that's the back deck. That was the vibe of the back deck, which was like always like, Dude. That's the name of your book now. The, the back, back deck. deck. That actually, I would write a book called The Back Deck. That and then, would like, be like you can, it can also like segue into like how your like love for pegging has developed. <laughs> 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 and that's where we begin. <laughs> Michael, I feel like you should. You would be good on a reality show. Oh my I, god! You guys know I actually auditioned for one when I was in Chicago. The Wait, one that's called. The, it's called the circle. The circle. Oh, the circle. Yeah. Dude, Shit. I like. I literally went to a hotel room and auditioned for that. Michael, I actually think that that is one reality show you would be really bad right? at because you are. <laughs> yeah, you I know. Are I'm so authentic. So, you're so authentic, and you just take it at face value that other people are also being authentic, right. and it's not true. And that would do. I think you would do really good on. Like Love is Blind or like Love I, something where you have to date a bunch of people. Uh, yeah, yeah, Love is Blind. I really would, would though. Really I think at. I really would. I I need. A, I I might look into that. I actually, you guys know, earlier this year, I, I I did a commercial, or it wasn't a commercial. It was like a training video for Volkswagen. Oh yeah, oh, no, I, I have to send you guys the footage. It's really, it's Please really do. funny. I'm just Please. like a, a customer. <laughs> did you know so that funny. I um also applied to be on a reality show once in my life? Really, which one? Um, when I was. <laughs> 18 so my body was let's say different than it is now (laughs) i applied to be on america's next top model with zero modeling experience because i was 5'9 and like 135 pounds but like a lot of them have zero modeling experience you know but they're like 109 pounds they had height and weight ranges on their application and i was inside of that which is insane to me whoa that is cray cray yeah, suffice it to say they didn't accept me. My pictures were probably blurry. It was 2010. <laughs> There's like, girl, you would have been messy on that show. I would have loved you. I know. I would have been really. <laughs> they would have been like, we're going to cut all your hair off. And I would have been like, I'll fucking. Absolutely kill you. not. <laughs> I will literally murder you. <laughs> Okay, I do want to like talk a bit about the poem itself now because there's some really good moments. So let's just scroll yeah. from top to bottom. Okay, okay. Come one, come all, and guess the price of my heart. What? What are you trying? You gave this poem to a girl, and you're like, guess the price. And she's like, I don't care. I'm not bidding on it. Like, what is the goal? What's the what? Yeah, why, so I think, why are we I mean, guessing the price? I Because well, it it's an auction, right? So she was an art auctioneer. So oh, for me, oh, okay. yeah, I forgot that. I forgot it was like that. I was coming out on stage with a piece of art, but it was my it was my heart. And she's, but she's the auctioneer, so she can't even bid on it. Well, no, she wasn't the auctioneer, but no, she was just helping. But I don't, there was just, it Are was just the, really. You're the auctioneer. Yeah. Yes, so in the auction, poem, I'm the auctioneer auction. and I'm okay, okay, auctioning okay. my heart. Yeah. Come one. I would love to hear you do this in like an auctioneer voice. You know, the way they're like, come on, we'll call it. Come on. And guess the price of my heart. Yeah. The price of my heart. I might do that because I actually went to a poetry open mic at a theater here <laughs> earlier this year and I, I did some of my socialist sock poems and they really liked them. Oh my God, Michael. Sometimes they were like begging me to come back. <laughs> sometimes you say something in passing and I'm like, hit the brakes. <laughs> I know what, what, what is a socialist? <laughs> yeah. Tell us more. It's, 
It's just, I, so this was just like a creative exercise that I did for myself when I lived in Chicago where I was like, I want to make something. And my ex at the time was like, fucking just like write some poems. Just go make shit. Stop talking about making shit and go make shit. And I was like, okay. And I was like, and just for, I was just like, I like, I was just thinking about socks. I don't know for what, I was just like laundry. I was like, hmm. I'm like, what if like socks, but they're like, they're like, they're like, have a message or like, like a sock that's lost and it's like, it misses its lover. So it was like, it was like, just like, it was just like an exercise and like, anamorphizing socks and I wrote just like several poems from these like different socks and different perspectives and like viewpoints but one of them is like a hardcore revolutionary like we're like socialist I don't know Michael I mean this as the greatest compliment <laughs> and maybe like one percent dis but mostly the greatest compliment you're one of the most creative people I know <laughs> <laughs> you will you will try like any idea I would piggyback off of that and say you are also like a real life Portlandia character. <laughs> I really oh my am. God. <laughs> oh it's my like, oh, it's God. Michael Beasley. I'm like in the coffee. Like run into me at the coffee shop. Socks. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so fucking. They're doing. What if they did socialist sock puppets in that bookshop? I was Ew. thinking little po puppets actually as well when you first said socialist socks. Dude, my, know you know what's funny is my friend, my my improv music Wait, group. Did, did you Rainbow, not say puppets? No. No, they're socks. They're just socks. Yeah. They, but they are puppets, because if you put your well, hand into it, in well, the end, it's technically, puppets. I just, but, but I wrote the poems about socks, but you can turn the a sock. The poem is about socks. Yeah. They're, okay, they're from the I, perspective I, of socks. What? Can you, can oh, we, guys, hey, Michael, can we this maybe, is a whole other maybe episode. like, yeah, can we everything, maybe do that? Everything you say <laughs> provides less context and more questions. Okay. We have to move on from socialist socks. Oh, I God. do demand that How you bring we? them onto the show. Hold on, real quick though, because like I'm so inspired. For, like right now, what, like, so my website is Michael Booth Be Creative, guys. What if I did a reality show where people emailed me their crazy ideas and then I brought them to life? Uh, that just sounds like what you. I feel like you just would already do that though. If right. someone, if one of your friends is like, I have this idea, you're like. Let's do it. That's um, but exactly. But just now it's just like, but now it's like, imagine people emailing me from all over the world. And I'm like, Ooh, that's a crazy idea. Let's do it. <laughs> I would, I would need to get like a budget. Cause I would imagine it like, like, you know, like how like HGTV, it's like, we're going to build the house where it's like, I'm going to bring your idea. So it's like, I would need like a team. Yeah. It would have to be you like need, a TV you show. Need sponsors. I'd have to yeah. pitch it. I'd have to pitch it and yeah. like make a pilot, but that's just, I don't know. I don't know. This is off topic though. I just was inspired and I had to I had to get that out while just I was off the top of the dome, you know? Yeah. <laughs> We're guessing the price of your heart. Yes. Right. It cannot be me it cannot be measured by words like high or low. So we're not looking for a financial price here. We're right. looking yes. for some kind of like in kind exchange. Yeah. So here's a few hints for anyone who'd care to know. I understand that it rhymes, but it's also so passive aggressive. Oh, it's so, but no. Oh yeah. I was so passive aggressive. I can still feel it. It's crazy. You gave this to her and then you're like, I don't know if I did. Know? I might've just written this just like for me and like in my like head. I like, I, I hope I didn't. I don't think I did. Mike, you really don't remember if you gave this I, to her. I really don't know. Do you oh, think my God. you were like on a, kind of like in a spiral or oh yeah no so here's the thing so like i said like the first four months of the cruise ship were great the second two and a half i was very depressed it was really dark and it really sucked and that's why like i did not go back <laughs> and you were like in the caribbean oh yeah how weird to be depressed in the caribbean that's but here's the thing there. i guess you here's have the thing to. but you don't like when you work on a cruise ship 
You live on the ship. You're on the ship most of the time. Even if you get off of it, you're not, you're like a few hours at most. So yeah. it's not like living in the Caribbean. It's like living on a cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, a, like, a, yeah. like a hot carnival. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like It's like living at Disney World. Right, exactly. Yes. And you can't escape. Like there are guests every day and you have to always be on. You can't like let your mask slip. So oh, that yeah, started to really someone, wear on me. If someone me. sees yeah. you and you're having like a bad day, you just like aren't allowed to be having a bad right. day. Right. And like that's the thing. Like I was like literally suffering from depression. Like I was wow. like talking to that's like so the doctor on board the ship. I was, was going like, to say really they, probably don't, they probably don't have like a very solid therapist on board. It's like, no, but like there's just a doctor. But that's, that's you know, I, he's that's a guy. Yeah. yeah, right. No, they don't. They don't care. They don't really care about like a your foot doctor. Health. I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, you you can steal it, break it, commit any crime, even murder, grand theft auto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this heart is insured; it'll heal with time. So you're like, I wrote this poem about how butthurt I am, but don't worry, I'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the price cannot be calculated by a shape or size like a star it burns hot until it inevitably dies frankly like a, like a relationship that's a pretty pretty solid line yeah <laughs> that one's okay <laughs> like a star it burns hot until it inevitably dies okay that's a Leela. nice like half rhyme there uh-huh. right size so dies yeah what Leela do you want to read our next couplet <laughs> yes please <clears throat> so grab a pencil and paper and give me your best guess it's my turn to play art associate Jess. Jess. <laughs> it's like, it's like, sit down and listen because it's, I'm the art associate now. It's like crazy. Like, imagine it's like, exactly. It's like, I'm on stage and I was like, now it's like spotlight on you and everyone else in the audience is like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> They're like, who the fuck is, who is, what is this? I love a poem. I love a poem at someone. Yeah. Coming up, coming up in, a, in uh, like a month and a half for our Valentine's day. We got some poems that I wrote at someone. I have a lot of poems that I wrote at someone I thought it was really clever to like title them. Like I, th- if I, if you, if you were me, this poem would have been titled Jess Number One. <laughs> <laughs> like number one out of a certain number. Yes, you know? there are more to come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, here's the thing. I think it's like, I, everything that I create, even this, it's like, although it was like inspired by this pain. It was just like me, just like having a creative outlet to like survive, <laughs> like oh, and just like and just like really just like play and like with the with the with the rhymes and like with this theme and just like it just have fun with it. It was like hey, that, that's to me that's what a poem is. That's what art is. It's taking pain. It's taking sadness and turning yeah. it into beauty. Yeah, I love that. Well, I mean, this isn't. I don't think full beauty, but it's maybe an, it's like a, half beauty. This is twenty-three-year-old Michael's <laughs> like like attempt stab at bo- at, at booty. Oh my god! Uh, okay. It was a stab the at booty, booty that led to an attempt um, at beauty. I have a, a question. I would really like to talk. Get let's get into the heels, okay? Okay. I was about to say we need to talk about the heels. Yes. Um, I could stand here in heels and give you hints every day until you board that airplane and fly so far away. But I would look rather ridiculous wearing heels, and I've learned from you how painful it feels. Uh, something I really don't like that. No, that for me is just she would like when we were hanging out, she'd always be like, fuck, I got to wear these heels on. These things suck. It okay, was just here, like, that's so funny because this is what year is this? 2014? 2014. This is very 2014 because mm. like we just wear better heels now. Okay. But that's when true. I was, 
when I was in college, which was 2009 to 2014, the heels were stupid. They were really bad. It was like chunky front picked, stilettos. Yeah. It was a plat, like the, what was, I think, are you talking about like a platform front stiletto? Yes, but just the front. Yeah. 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 And then like, um, and then like a lot of like weird, like lacy up, like super high, like no, a chunky heel, which is what is very popular now because guess what? You can walk in them. That was like embarrassing back then to wear a chunky mm. heel. Like I used to be like, I'm too fat to wear chunky heels because I need like a length under my like big leg. <laughs> yeah, I also I also imagine like as an like an art dealer or whatever the fuck she is doing. Oh, you she, gotta look nice. She needs the pumps. Like so she's got those like horrible stiletto pump. I'm picturing like a stiletto pump bitch. And like I'm picturing like a um like a like a pharma bitch. Like um mm. you know, like the the pharma like big pharma, like the reps, the pharma reps, the oh, big pharma. I don't know about those they'll just people. like show up to the office and they're like the hottest person you've ever seen, and it's Whoa. because they work for big pharma, like a huge like corporation, and they're trying to sell you on like their new products and stuff. And it's like they send their best people, like the best you. <laughs> they're like so charismatic and so hot. That's like what I'm picturing, but with us with and with an accent. Got it. Salespeople got to be hot. Just Mike, like, oh. was she uh like very short, or w- did she put on the heels um, and she was like six no. inches taller than you? Oh yeah, no, she was she was a lot taller than me. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's no, the picture. thing is, as though, the bitch the, who is often taller, I say yay. So no, but here's the thing with with the heels is that like she had to wear heels during these auctions and that's like crazy. carry heavy art like backstage, front stage. So it's like so as like every time she like when we went to hang out, I'd be like you know I'd be like oh like when are you done? She'd be like I'd be like meet me at the bar. Like let's I'll buy you a drink, whatever you know. And she'd yeah. always come and be like oh my god, my fucking I can't. And I was just like I can't believe like. Why are you guys doing that? Like, and she's like, I don't know. We just have to do it. You it's know? really crazy that someone it, it's total. I totally understand. You have to look nice because this is like a customer facing job and they're on vacation. But I do not understand equals. You have to wear high heels. So, I mean, I would just ask, like, who's the who's ma- demanding this rule? Who's the CEO of or the COO of fucking her manager? Royal Caribbean? No. So here's the thing. This or isn't is even the- Royal Caribbean. This is like an art auction company that is like contracted out by Royal Caribbean, which that was the same. They have people in like New York city and LA also doing the same work in stilettos. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. All like probably like all over the world, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. Like maybe Uh, just like allow, just get used to how it looks when women aren't, wearing stilettos. Like, I don't know what else to say, man. That's ridiculous. No, I agree. I could stand here in heels and give you hints all day. Mike, be honest with me. Were you hinting or was it really, really obvious? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. A little, a little Tim Curry, a little Tim Curry slipping there. <laughs> and then, um, until you board your, that airplane f- flies so far away, which is very funny to me because I, uh, so far away is like a, a transparently yeah. desperate ploy to yeah. get a in. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just like, South Africa is far. I don't have to work on this one. You know, I was like, thanks. Yeah, yeah, phoning it in. I am pretty impressed with the rhyme in this. I think that's because the language is very basic. Like, you're not yeah. you're not getting, like, complex with it. It's like you're literally saying how you feel, even yeah. if it's, like, a metaphor. So, yeah. like, um, per- 
written verse, the price of my heart cannot be found in your purse. Like the the rhymes are solid, honestly. Yeah. Well, I write songs. Like I've written over a hundred songs. And at this I mean, I wrote a few of the first songs I've ever written on the cruise ship. Oscar and The Captain were the two wrongs I wrote. The two the two songs I wrote the on the two cruise wrongs. Ship. If the two wrong, wrongs. Them on, the wrongs I wrote. That sounds like an album. Wow, the wrongs I wrote. That's pretty hard. That does sound like an album. Is that might be my, my rap good. album? The What's wrongs up? I wrote. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um Okay, yeah. so what's going on with what almonds? Like, why are you? Is that just was? Your, oh that my your, god, yes, the almonds. Is that your go-to snack? I, I think it was. I think it was just like an inside thing that like we just both loved almonds. It was some real, but that's. Yeah. Do you feel like that's grasping? That's probably. Listen, I'm gonna read <laughs> yeah. it for the listeners so they can remember. I have okay. no raffle tickets to an auction or free art to give you. I had a smile, a few laughs, and maybe an almond or two. It's like you had nothing for this woman. I, had I got I literally had... peanuts. That's like an expression. Yeah. <laughs> smile. But that's how it was back then. It's like everyone yeah. had nothing. All the money went towards alcohol and drugs. And almonds. Some shit's expensive. And almonds. And then you just were all fucking each other and getting mad about it. Like that's Pretty much. No, 100%. 100%. That's what it was. <laughs> I think that this is I, when you said you're 23. I think yeah. that's how old I was when I, me and my boyfriend broke up and then we both fucked each other's best friends and got so mad about it. It's very it's, messy to be 23. <laughs> Guys, so there's actually 23. As, there's a prequel to this. Uh, I, um, summer. So the, so the summer before I went to work on the cruise ship, I had this, this affair with this girl I met on Tinder who is a dancer and and like it's just like honestly like it was just Why like do you I call really, it an affair. I don't you know I don't know it was it like sounds a, sexy right because it sounds because it, it was yeah. it was, was sexy. she married it was, with was, you no oh no 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 and she was not no a it was love just like affair. a love affair oh. you know <laughs> maybe um Mike maybe a tryst a tryst Ooh, yeah I do love that word oh gosh and I, I was seeing her while seeing this other girl. And then, like, I remember, like, I was, like, once this other girl was, like, we can't be together anymore, I was, like, I messaged the other girl, I was, like, I can't see you anymore, I'm too sad about this other girl, and she was, like, fuck you, Michael Boothby, you suck. <laughs> and I was, like, fair. That's very funny. Fair. But I ended up writing, dude, I ended up recording my first songs ever, putting them on a CD, and I left them on her door. No, this was I don't know. I had this was 23, guys. This was 23 as Michael Boothby was like like, I feel like a serious question. Sure. Have you left anything else on a woman's door since this poem? No. (laughs) No, no. No, no, I have not. Okay. So it sounds like you learned. You it's not really this move is not really guys. I was twenty three. I just needed to make sure, Mike. It's, it sounds like it happened twice. This oh part, um, we'll never forget our days working on that ship. A whirlwind of arrive, a trans, a whirlwind of a ride, a transformative trip. My brain was doing, um, oh, what's that fucking song? I don't know the words. As we go on, oh, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. all the times we spent together. Oh my can't god, you guys, yeah. I bet, listeners, I bet you can't wait for when I bring one of my three songs onto the podcast and I get to really sing for you because I'm <laughs> fucking horrible at it. You have songs, Tina? That's exciting. Just, uh, just you wait for our 9 11 <laughs> extravaganza. That Ooh, 9/11. What? extravaganza. I'm hyped. I'm Lila, hyped. I, I'm hyped I hope for 9 11. I, ho- 
I hope we mention that enough that people think it's fake. And then when we release the episode, they're like, oh, no, it was so real. <laughs> oh, it was real the whole time. <laughs> because Leela and I both have 9-11 songs. <laughs> Really? It was a time yes. we were young, and do you remember what it was like in the, the America? I'm really excited about that. I was like 12, and I was like, "Is patriotism correct?" And then I looked around me, and everything was saying yes. Yes. <laughs> Is patriotism the answer? <laughs> I think yes. Michael, by now you're probably annoyed that I wrote this to leave on your door. That This is it, though. I have no more surprises in store. <laughs> this, this is, is the last one, I swear. <laughs> this is like that Kurt Vonnegut gotcha meta moment that I always aspire to, and just like it's, it's, it does not succeed here. <laughs> you're like, I'm writing about writing a poem in right, the poem. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, did you gift this woman lingerie? So I so here's the thing. I think this is why I was upset. I did, and I never, I never saw it. No never... more chocolate, shitty drawings, or lingerie. Not even a knock at the door to say, "Hey, um, <laughs> what kind? What? Okay, you gifted her lingerie. I did. Uh, wait, did you sleep with her one with time? Yeah, just one time. Yeah, right. Okay, so okay. we've all yeah. come a long way yeah. since yeah. our early twenties. <laughs> I'm very happy for that. Quite okay, frankly. like not to be this way, but like this is why it's weird when we bring our very young friends onto the show. Yeah. It's like you, mm. if you are because we have friends who are in their early mid 20s. And it's like if you want to come mm. on the show, you need to bring something you wrote in middle school. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't count when it was like last year, man. No. <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah. Um, I think like the shit. No more chocolate. Shitty drawings or literature is just another. It's a really it's a way that you think you're. 23 year old you thinks you're being clever but you're self victimizing and just trying, you're like her feel you're like, yeah. I, I, I did all of this for you and you just were Clearly. never interested for one second like, and I'm not yeah. even good at art it's they were shitty drawings like, they were. Like a, I would I would make it no I would just make her these shitty funny drawings no she really appreciated them it was just yeah this is just me being a bitter victim for sure I have um I have like a little folder where I've held on to things that are so precious that I cannot let them go but I, one boyfriend that I had, Ari, he drew a lot for me. And I have those drawings. Our song was Regina Spector's Us. They made a statue of us and put it on a mountaintop. And he drew a statue of us and put it on a mountaintop. <laughs> Don't make a statue out It's like, po poor boys will like write you a poem, draw you a picture, and be like, Don't you love me? <laughs> oh my God. I should put all of these. These poems in a collection called "Poor, Poor, Poor Boy Poems." Poor, Poor no. Boy Love Poems. Uh. Oh my god, bad poetry. No. Oh my gosh. I feel like the you crave cigarettes, I crave the next rush. So I feel like in this culture, everybody probably smoked, right? Like, is it like almost yeah. like a kitchen staff culture? Oh like yeah. Yeah, that, that oh, totally yeah. tracks. Like a I lot was of, one, a lot I was of like the weird one. I was like the weird one for not smoking cigarettes. Really, like good for really. you though. Yeah, I just no. I've never just. I, it's very I don't hard to cigarettes. not. Like yeah. I literally started smoking cigarettes because just like everyone else was, and it's like yeah. very hard to not slash wanted to impress a boy. That's another story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I saw too late that my actions were too much, but it's like so funny because like the action of writing this poem is still too much. <laughs> Exactly. This like exactly like this poem is the reason young Michael like like but he was like exactly he just had to write it out, you know. So Lila, will you read will you reread our last couplet for us? Uh, yes. Through it all though, I understand now, Jess. No man anytime soon 
will cage such a wild lioness. I was ready to be mad about this line, but I actually think it's right? like a beautiful South Africa, compliment. right? South Africa. Compliment. Like, no, and she was. She was <laughs> a badass. She was sweet. Yeah. I, I really, like, I really did like her. I, I really appreciated her so much and just, like, could not stop being too much. Oh, look at that. Look at all those lions, teens. <laughs> I, I googled, are there lions in South Africa? The answer is yes, about 2,300. Um, I feel like in that last line, there's, like, one syllable too many. I can't. Maybe like oh the meter in this is very it like uh oh, it's all over the place s- syllables very inconsistent. By now you're probably annoyed that I wrote this to leave on your door is like thirty five syllables. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the last one my um thing would be to take out soon. Maybe that would help. No man anytime could. Soon. <laughs> I feel like Mike's like maybe someday she'll stop being so wild and free and she'll come back to me. Yeah. Yeah, like probably, no, like no shit. Like 23 like, year old, that's like probably what he thought. Like, I'm uh, white fanging you. That's what's happening here. Dude, my, no, this, it was bad guys. Like my, my best friend on the ship, Mitch, was like, like dude, like you were talking about like moving to South Africa, Michael, you were being crazy. Oh, and I Mikey. was, I was, I was I think, young but I, and I really get it. We all, we all pulled that kind of shit back then. Yeah. yeah that must have been a really good lay. It was. No, it really was, though. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Pussy do be that way. <laughs> Damn. No, like, I, like, I'm, dude, Jess had the nicest butt I, I've ever seen, had, like, all of the above, ever, ever. You like, come to my house so much, Michael. <laughs> I'm just how could you slander our Lord and Savior? No, no. Oh I know God. it's a very specific kind of butt, and that specific That's kind okay. is large. Is this? Have I said this on the podcast already? That that guy that told me I had to ask like a reindeer, and I'll never forget it. Wait, no. <laughs> tell us really quick. That's the whole story. A guy oh. in my high school, a guy in my high school drama class that I had just like when I say I had a crush on someone, it's like. I had a crush on like kind of ever, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, special. (laughs) Like I had a crush on everyone. It's like, it's like, would I have fucked that guy if he made a move? Yes. And one time he told me, you got to ask like a reindeer. And I was like, what the hell does that (laughs) mean? (laughs) (laughs) Has it, has it, have you sat with it for the rest of your life? In like a good way. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, bitch. Got to ask like a reindeer. (laughs) Jingle, jingle. Um, (laughs) Oh, perfect for Christmas. Yes. (sighs) So festive, Tino, of you. Um, All right, Mikey. I think I might know the answer here, but we're going to go ahead and play a game that we like to play at this part of the show called Is This Piece Horny, Sad, or Just Plain Bad? I'll go first because we never make our guests go first about their own writing. Oh, you're right. It does say guest name. It does say guest name. But it, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think it's horny. With just a little bit of bad sprinkled in. It's mostly horny. Who <laughs> <laughs> I think oh man, that's really tough. I'm actually gonna go with just plain bad. I Okay. I I under and with with like a, a tinge of horny. Okay, so, <laughs> so we're, gonna go we're like opposite. Yeah. None of it is sad because Leela and I have both been Jess. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. sorry. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. but hey, it's Mike, nice. what do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's sad. <laughs> I think it's, it's sad, but it's like it's sad with with but it it's sad, but it's because of horny. <laughs> <laughs> the sad horny combo, so right? Because upsetting. it's like it's like it's it's so like this upsetting. is like it's so upset. Yeah, it's so bad. 
<laughs> I hate it so much. Sad horny is not. That sucks, man. That's yeah, no sad good. horny does suck. I know <laughs> it does. Sad horny was like my, like young Michael Boothby was sad horny. Sad I horny. It. I hate it. That, yeah, that's the foundation of emo music. I think. Yeah. Right. Yes. So it makes sense, you know. Totally. But I'm happy to no longer be sad. I'm oh, still, me too. I'm, I'm happy still, too. I'm still very horny, but <laughs> you know. Um, At least you're not just plain bad. Yeah, you know, I don't think I'm just plain bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I said you were, but that's mostly. It's more of like your attitude is just plain bad. Respectfully, it's like the writing oh, is like fine. The yeah, writing's no. fine. Like this uh, guy, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, he could grow up to be a writer. <laughs> and and he did. And he did. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much yeah. for bringing this piece to us. I had a really good time talking about it. You had some really interesting backstory about the cruise ship. Like I, yeah. I love talking about that. I don't. I don't often get to talk about it. I don't often have opportunities. But I, I realize now that like there, there's a lot there. <laughs> yeah. Lot yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm not joking, share the rest of your Evernote with me because I only have that one oh, other poem gosh, and I, wa I want to see them all. Here's the thing, like, but there's some in there that I'm like really, really proud about, like that I wrote around like when I was getting into like plant medicine so you need to tell and me mythology. Yeah, I mean, you can you just read them. You can just read them. I mean, you can just read it. You can just read them. No, you actually literally have to tell me which ones you're proud of. Okay, and then I will many. not touch them. Oh, yeah. gosh. No, you, oh. Send me the bad ones. Put them in an email, like link by link or whatever. The ones like, you send regret. Me, send me the bad okay, ones. I'll that just you go through. Regret. I'll just go through and make a new because folder for you guys. What's gonna happen, Mike, is you're gonna send me your Evernote, and I'm gonna be like, "Look at this bad fucking poem. Let's cover it on the podcast." And you're gonna be like, "I was really proud of that one," <laughs> and I'm gonna oh, be yeah. like, "Well, I just hate poetry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tina, don't definitely like don't like ask her to review your poetry because Tina. I is, don't want it. A, she will review and edit a lot of stuff, pretty much every anything, but not poetry. Yeah. I don't I don't usually send my poetry to people. I just read it in front of strangers. That's really <laughs> kind of the same thing though. Relatable. Yeah. But it it always goes well when 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 I do that, but it's just like because I don't know. They're, they're there for an open mic or something, a poetry slam. So they're like, what, yeah, I'm ready. Thing, for it's, like, it's, it's crazy. Like even I think it's like even twenty three year old Michael who wrote that poem, like wrote it as like this scene. Like, as this really, like, dramatically sure. shot, like, theater mm -hmm. thing, so... A tableau. I think, right, which I think there is just always that element to whatever I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> drama. The drama factor. <laughs> it's the drama. The drama. <laughs> yeah, right, you, the it's kind of addictive, honestly. It, it really is. And before you yeah. even know, that's, like, what how you're spinning things and how that's your view. Like, right. how it's skewed. It's just a part of... It's just a part of the thing. Yeah, I the can drama. relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, listeners, I hope you have a very, very happy new year, and we will see you in 2024, which is <clears throat> insane. To someone who was born in the 90s, 2024 is made up and fake. It, it, it really, it is kind of crazy. That's gonna like, be 10 years after since this poem, Mikey. What? Great, dude, that's really wild. Yeah, yeah, that damn. is really wild. Transformation, man. Yeah. Well, that's it for Burn Before Reading. Until next week, remember... Your cringe is part of you. But only a small part of you. 
This podcast was created by me, Christina Kahn. Hosted and produced by Christina Kahn and me, Leela Hilton. Follow me online at Christina Kahn and pre-order my book, Indie Book Publishing from Start to Finish, coming from Wildling Press in January 2024. After you bought Tina's book, follow me online at Leels for Reels. Our theme music was produced by Sakura Wishes. And our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Follow Michael on Instagram at RoyGDiv or check out his work at wildlingpress.com. Thanks for listening, friends. See you next time. Dave X Media.